All right, friends, welcome back to another... Another transcendent episode oh, of V8 Radio. Transcendent episode. Yes. I'm, uh, I'm yes. Kevin Oste, joined as always by our esteemed co-host, Mr. Mike Cuball-Clark. Hey, what's who, happening? Who is uh, feeling transcendent tonight. Indeed. Quite. Quite. Wow, <laughs> wow. Are you transcending from something to something else here, or is that how that works? I'm not even sure I know how to properly use that word. Uh, I think tr- transcendent is just another word for excellence it, it, it's, or, it's, or high. <laughs> it spans across multi-levels of excellence. Right. Yes, totally, totally. Yeah, right beyond on. excellent. Yeah, there you go. Well, beyond mm-hmm. excellent, that's good enough for me. All right, so uh, we have uh, quite a bit going on this time of year. There's always a lot to catch up on. But uh, as typical fashion, when we start the show, we uh, we tend to start with a trivia question in which we pose the question to the listeners and each other in the beginning. And then mm-hmm. uh, we dangle the response like a, uh, like a carrot, if you will. A, a si- transcendent carrot. <laughs> yes, as I, <laughs> as I sit here and eat carrot sticks for dinner. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We dangle that carrot to the end of the show to kind of bribe people to hang out. And at the very end, when the answers to these qu- trivia questions are revealed, believe me, it's a universal letdown. But at least <laughs> you, at least you were warned. Phones <laughs> <laughs> get slammed across the country. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That iTunes unsubscribe button just gets hot. Right, 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 right. So, right, do, um, you, uh, do, do you have a trivia question uh, prepared? I, I do indeed. I do indeed. Um, another Buick trivia question for you, my friend. Yeah, Which, these make uh, me look bad when I get them wrong. Thank you. Well, either this is going to blow your mind or you're going to make me so upset because you get it immediately that I'm going to just shut this whole thing down. So. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, All right. Um, as you know, the, uh, the Buick logo, uh, which has been around forever, is the... You know, you know, the Buick Tri-Shield emblem uh, that's on pretty much every Buick. However, in the mid-70s, or early to mid-70s, Buick changed it. And it was just the word Buick with uh, the hawk coming down on it. Yes. And um, what was the name of the hawk? Richard, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Desmond, I believe. <laughs> His name was Richard, but he went by Dick. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. (laughs) What was the name of the hawk? Wow. I don't think I ever knew that. I know that I, I, uh, I remember being a small young child and, uh, my, I think my neighbor at this point took took me to the Chicago Auto Show in about mm-hmm. 1978, and I still have the new for 78 Buick full-line model catalog that mm. has a an emblazoned on the cover as a chrome version of that hawk, majestically nice. kind of coming down. Right. But his name, I have no idea. Oh, boy. Skunked again. Yeah, completely stumped on that one. So, I don't know. Uh, Mr. Buick's first name was Dave, so I don't know if they called him Dave. Uh, unless it's, you know, like, what what is the um, the Packard 
hood ornament is known as the uh, spirit of motion or something. So it doesn't actually have a, a name like a like a proper person name. It's got a mm-hmm. different kind well, like of... like the Rolls Royce. Was it the spirit of ecstasy or that, something that, that, like there, that? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to say uh, his name is Richard. Richard. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite answer you've ever given. (laughs) I have to say. Wow. Richard. Yeah, you really dug deep on that one, man. (laughs) All right. I had, I had, I got to tell you, I had visions of you saying, before even got the question out, oh, yeah, the hawk named blank. I'm like, no, please don't do that. Yeah. Yeah, part of me says I actually know this, but right now I cannot recall, so I don't know. Okay. I'm willingly could saying be, I'm, I'm ignorant. Could be Richard. You never know. Yeah. Ignorant to the hawk's name. Mm-hmm. Okay, so for you, my friend. All right, Richard. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. What does every generation Camaro have except the second one? What does every generation Camaro have except the second one? Yep. <laughs> well. A big chrome hawk. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Named Richard. A big chrome one of these. A <laughs> <Yeah>, bird. <laughs> yeah, there's my bird. <laughs> every generation camaro has this except the second gen so sec- mm-hmm. let's see second generation was 70 through 80 81 right um what did they have what did they not have that the other ones did right we understand that was the your question. question. We understand the question. <laughs> I'm merely rewording it to ensure that our listeners have, are, are understanding it as well. Right, right. That's um, very nice, very kind of you to I, extend well, that service. I, I, I'm, you know, it's a transcendent service we offer these people. Yeah, it's starting out that um, way. Yeah, we're okay. we're in full transcend right now, my friend. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh boy, let me see. Well, it's not. Um, let's see, it's not a full size spare tire because and this the, even the third gen had a space saver. And I, there's another good trivia question because I think you could get a space saver on the first gen. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. And I know the second gen. I know the Trans Ams at least they had that inflatable. Um, they had that uh, inflator. That went with the tire that expanded it to a full size spare. <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, shoot. What does every generation Camaro have but have. the second gen? Restating that in case anybody is right. unclear on the question. Uh, let's see, third gen. I, I will say. Mm-hmm. I will say um, uh, quad headlights. Quad headlights. Quad headlights. Quad. Second gens were all single headlights, right? Uh, uh, I take that back. That's not my answer. That's not my answer. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm, 
I'm, I'm going to edit my... that answer out. No one will know. <laughs> we're, we're ex- ladies and gentlemen, we're taking experiencing our first V8 Radio trivia question answer take back. Yes. It's happening right, yes. right now. You, Hit the you subscribe button first. so you can hear more in the future. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so it is not um, quad headlights. Not quad headlights. It's... Um, Oh, for Pete's sake, Michael. Um, it's riveting stuff here tonight. Or today. A, a sunroof. A sunroof. All right. That is a great... It's a retractable sunroof. Great, great Because answer. the second gens had T-tops. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it gets, it gets more... It gets deeper. All right, so retractable... Put it in the books. Put it in the books. Retractable. Retractable. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That is your final Sorry, answer. Everybody. I have decided. Yeah. Sorry for that waste of time, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's important that people know that there is consideration put into these answers. You know, this isn't willy-nilly stuff over here. Right. Right. Just so, and I, I mean, it, if this doesn't prove that these are real deal questions to each other, people, I don't know what will, because I could never hem and haul like that. For rehearsal. <laughs> yeah, well, this is all fake. That's genuine. <laughs> genuine befuddlement. <laughs> genuine befuddlement. On uh, the next befuddling episode of V8 Radio. That's, that's right. That's right. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, so it looks to be like you're making a little progress on that GTO engine over by there. I am making a little bit of progress here and there on the GTO. I um, was at Randy's a little while ago, and we managed to get the pistons actually in the bores, and the rods all torqued up. So I have a rotating assembly in that right uh, block, which is amazing, everybody. It is amazing. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. It's uh, it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat to kind of see it all kind of coming together. So, how was uh, uh, how was that experience? It was great. Yeah, it was terrific. Um, we had two <laughs> we had two misfires uh, trying to get it done. Um, uh, Randy typically has pretty much every tool under the sun, except he didn't have a, a ring compressor, and I did. It's one of those. You know, one of those adjustable ones that uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you get from the auto parts store or whatever. And um, I, w- I went over to um, to his house to do the rings. And as soon as I got out of the car, I realized I forgot it. Mm. And I was kind of bummed out. But we, you know, we found some a few other things to do. You know, no big deal. And uh, so you know, we called it the night, and he lives about an hour hour this some change away from me so it wasn't a oh, you know quick right. hey let me just run back home and get it because you know we're doing this after work and we you know we only have a few hours here and there to do it yeah yeah so, I, was un- I was unaware of the uh, geographic challenge there yeah yeah so um so the second time i went and i got to his house he got out of the car got into this garage he started wheeling the block over to me and i and it hit me like a ton of bricks Holy beep! I forgot the damn ring compressor again, and he's looking at me like he's looking at me like with a half a smile. I was like, "Yeah, you're screwing with me, right?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "Come on, really, really, 
really, where is it? I'm like, really, 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 it's at my house. He's like, you're a gomer. How could you do that? And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, there was that. Um, But the third time, finally, I I remember as soon as I got home that night, I threw it in my trunk of my car, so I would always have it with me. There you go. So the, so the next time it was going to happen, I'd have it with me, and sure enough, it worked. Well, it's fantastic, so we put, and, and, and now yeah. now you can uh, you can stop right there on the tollway and assist people in need of ring compression at will. I can. I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> You're prepared now. I'm full service now, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so yeah. So that was a cool experience. You know, hung out doing that and. Uh, He's also ha- he also has in his garage um, was it a '69 um, uh, Mustang? I think it was a, what was it uh, a Mach One um, in his garage that he's helping another friend of ours with that needs almost every piece of sheet metal in it, and they're they're making some progress on that, and he's got the floors completely out, kind of fixing the torque boxes and the you know the subframes and things like that. It needs a lot of sheet metal, mm-hmm. and uh, so Been that's there. kind of. Kind Yes. Yeah, you're there quite often. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of neat watching that come together. So that's cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. That's that's about all the all the good progress I've made so far on that car. So we just uh, I know we we talked to our friend Eric about about heads and uh, things like that, and you know, look, looking forward to moving forward on that deal. So we can at least maybe get a long block together, and then I can. Uh, Try to work on getting a cam uh, solution in place, and uh, by golly, man, maybe sometime get that thing in the car again. So. Yeah, it will. It will come. I can see it. I can. Uh, I can envision the. Uh, I can envision the progress. So that's that's great news. Uh, yeah. Piece by piece. That's how these things go. Inch by inch. Inch <laughs> by agonizing inch. <laughs> so. At least the you know the the painful lesson was you know double check the uh, the tools that you're bringing. Yeah. <laughs> but I've done the same thing. Don't don't feel yeah, so bad. No doubt. Yeah, that's frustrating, especially given you know like I said before the geographical uh, uh, challenges involved there. So it'd be nice if it was just down the street and I could run and grab it. But right. Yeah. Once I'm gone, once you're gone, you're gone. So like I've been that. through several um, situations like that many years ago when uh we were kind of revamping our 62 galaxy and converting it from a carbureted fe engine to the fuel injected motor that's in it now Mm -hmm. Uh, we were getting a lot of help from our friend uh, ed marsh and ed owned a business called windsor fox and windsor fox specialized in doing ford efi harnesses and transplants and stuff and uh Ed's shop was in Apple Valley, California, and I worked in Los Angeles and lived in Redondo Beach. And the difference there mm-hmm. is, I think it was, I don't know, I don't even remember. I think it was a hundred and some miles each way. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, it was an after work, all night kind of thing. Right. And, you know, you truck up there and... Apple Valley is a nice little town, but they didn't have parts store resources in case something, you know, you forgot something or you needed something. So right. I fully remember what it's like trying to telegraph, you know, we need this experience to go well here because it's going to take an hour and a half to get there, you know, almost two yeah. hours. 
and then work and then come home, you know, leave there at one thirty, two in the morning, get, get home and get up and go to work the next day. And we did that for easily many weeks up there night after night. Wow. And then the, the second time the car came up, well, not the second time, the, the probably the 50th time the car came apart but later on uh after the fuel injection engine was in and we drove it for a while uh we wanted to pull it apart and and do some suspension stuff and kind of paint the front frame or paint the entire frame and blah 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 so i was doing that nights and weekends with kelly at the uh at the hot rod magazine shop in uh van nuys california and van nuys Mm -hmm. was north again of where i live but you had to go over the the 405 freeway into the valley and that at any hour of the day take that was an hour and 20 minute hour and a half drive and her and i spent months of night after night after night pulling the front clip off the car pulling the motor taking the motor apart detailing painting putting the car up on a on a frame on a two post lift building a tent under it sandblasting the whole bottom of the car painting it putting a new rear end in putting you know wow airbags from air ride technology and and oh yeah wheels and tires and brakes and the whole thing trying to get it ready for the power tour in i don't know 2002 maybe uh no kidding oh Oh, yeah and and by the time the car was put back together it had not been sorted out. The thing that stopped us from successfully doing the, the tour was a brake failure in the standpoint that the pushrod length was wrong from the booster into the master, and ah. then the pedal ratio was wrong for the power oh. booster, and the booster itself was new but bad, and you'd give it, you oh, know, no. you'd give it uh, both feet and not get any assist out of it. And because it came from... An aftermarket supplier, it had a special bracket welded on it, so I couldn't, you know, go to my local parts store and just get one. Right. And and finally, I'll never forget it. You know, I'm driving this thing around the, the parking lot, thinking, you know, we we got we have another hour and a half before the tour leaves, and I can I can fix this. And uh, <laughs> Kelly and, 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 and my dad joined us on the power tour that year, which was a whole nother deal. And uh, he was he was way over it at that point. And he's like, no, this this thing ain't going anywhere. So oh um, so the power tour for us became a ride in a uh, a Chevrolet crew cab long bed pickup truck that belonged to the company. And oh boy! On our way home from the hot rod shop for the what was supposed to be the the triumphant return of the Galaxy to the uh, to the roadway was more of a, uh, I have to stop for a minute and pass out in a park because I'm about to die. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I was just so tired. That's a lot of work. Holy cow. Yeah, it it was. um, You know, but deadlines make things happen, and that's one of the great things about that event is, uh, you know, people build entire cars uh, to go on the Hot Rod Power Tour, you know, because they got to make it. amazing. You know, yeah. I've I've missed it a couple of times with the car uh, yeah. because of major upgrades. But you get back, you know, and then you look at it, and it takes like you know two hours, and you're sorted out. <laughs> yeah. But just being so demented and sleep deprived and everything, trying to get there, you know, you lose oh, your yeah. cognitive ability to do anything. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I can tell when that starts happening to me too. If I'm up 
when I'm doing something late and I'm starting to lose it a little bit, I can just like know what tool I need and it's right in front of me and I'm <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm staring at it for like ten minutes thinking, What is it I need? What is it I need? And right, I'm like, right. Okay, you're you're stupid, Michael. It's time to stop for the night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well there's that great meme that says, you know, 98% of the time spent in the garage just trying to find the tool you had in your hand a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. It that is. does happen. Yeah, it really yeah. Is. Amen, man. Amen. Oh, brother. That's cool. That's cool. Well, it's nice that, uh, you know, <clears throat> Randy's able to uh, to hold on to the engine for you and, and uh, oh, yeah. you know, put some time aside when you are oh, able yeah. to uh, to get up there and get some yeah, work done on him. He, he's been really clutch in helping me out because he's built a lot of engines in his day just for his own race car and for other people. And he really knows what he's doing and he really knows what to watch out for and how to put it together right. And he's really helped guide me along the process and make sure I didn't go into any pitfalls. So kudos to him. And he's it's been a real good. It's nice he's letting you do it too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he'll uh, – he'll, he'll, I'll talk to him sometimes and he'll say, hey, do you want me to put the uh, – you want to put the pistons in for you? I'm like, no, I don't want you to do it for me. I want to do it. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but what he did do for me, which is super cool, is uh, I have a lot of accessories over there, like um, brackets and pulleys and stuff, and he's taken them over to uh, another buddy's shop and sandblasted them for me and painted them for me. Nice. And uh, he painted, yeah, he painted the block for me as well and, uh, and the intake and some of the other parts, which was super cool. And the block looks phenomenal all painted up. Did he get it the right oh, color? Man. Yep, that's, that's, a, right that's tricky on those Pontiacs. Mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah, they they change shades a lot. Uh, but '66 was the our six. It's a '66 block, but for '67 as well, it's the light, uh, the light uh, blue metallic right paint was supposed to be. So, and it's funny because you can you can order up some of that light blue metallic from five different manufacturers and have five different colors today. Yeah, well, there's that. Well, so the important so, thing, though, is that you use that same batch to do everything. Right, 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 yeah. So all your parts, and he's, man. He's so he's so patient, too. He, I, I lack a lot of patience, especially when painting. I want to get it all painted nice like, and get that instant gratification. And he is so good about, you know, putting light coats on and letting it dry and flash and then doing it again. And, man, when he does it, it looks great. I'm looking at some of the stuff. I'm like, dude, this looks phenomenal. I don't know how yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah, No, that's that's really cool, and and yeah. that's an interesting point too because I find a lot of times my patience gets short on my own projects, mm-hmm. whereas if I'm working on somebody else's car, I am as meticulous as you can possibly be. Uh, right. You right. know. And in fact, the guys that work, uh, you know, in our V8 Speed and Resto shop. We were trying to frame out, you know, a, a mental attitude for doing some of this stuff one time, and we came up with a with a saying, and it's you know don't don't treat this car like it's your own, treat it like it's your best friend's. Ah, uh, you know, because if it's your own, good. we're all guilty. You know, you go, ah, it's good enough. You know, let me just oh, get this yeah. done, and you know, because you're considering all the other things that go along with the project. Yeah. Whereas somebody who's just looking out for you, looking out for the car, no, nah, I need to take mm-hmm. a few more minutes and make sure this is done right so that everybody's happy. Right. Yeah, you treat it like you got someone else to answer to because you do. Totally. Yeah, yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, we've got paying customers and they 
they need to see the value of every minute that's spent on the car. So, uh, sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they'd all be happy if it was done faster, but mm-hmm. a lot of times faster is definitely not better. Exactly, exactly. Right on. And when you take 50 zillion photographs and, and hours and hours of video of this stuff, uh-huh. uh, you know, you, you can't show the world, you know, here's a giant shortcut where we just cut this thing off and butchered it, you know. That doesn't, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't fly. <laughs> uh-huh. People have to love getting all those pictures and videos and stuff of their cars when you're storm, don't they? Uh, they do. They do. It's cool. Yeah. And it's a little bit of... Um, it's funny because I, I love to take those photographs. And, and Ben, uh, who works in our shop, he also does the you know a lot of video work and photography. Right. And... In the beginning, when we were working on, you know, a couple of cars, not only would I take the photographs and, and share them, but I would write a web article and, you know, kind of a step-by-step yeah. magazine-style thing or whatever was happening. Uh-huh. Um, but today, you know, we've got 20-some 20, 20 cars in the shop. Yeah. So, so we're processing hundreds of photographs a day. My goodness. Right? And, and it just – it's still Ben and I doing it. And – it really mm. it's a it's a multi-step process because first you know you got to take the pictures well then you got to make sure you know what car those photos are mm-hmm. and and <clears throat> that sounds silly at first but when you go into the paint booth and there is our what we call the jungle gym but all the all the structures that we have that we move into the paint booth for hanging individual small parts Right? Okay, sure. So now along the east wall, you've got 48 brackets, and along the west wall, you got 10 brackets, and along the south wall, you got 11 brackets uh-huh. that are like the lower alternator support for, you know, a 66 oh, yeah. Pontiac engine. Uh-huh. And then right next to it is something from a, you know, something else. How do you manage all these? First, manage the parts so that they don't cross-pollinate uh-huh. or get lost. Right. You know, and they're, and they're all in there at the same time because they're all getting the same black, you know, uh, epoxy oh, right, or right. something, right? So we kind of uh-huh. mass, we try to right. mass uh, uh, approach that stuff. So in that case, what we've done is um, Jeff Whitlick, our painter, uh, tags the rack that the parts are hanging on. Mm-hmm. So he makes a little tag. Uh, on a piece okay. of mask tape and sticks it on the rack and and all the parts like to the left are from this particular uh-huh. car and then he uh-huh. writes another sticker tag and then all the parts to the left of that one are for this car so they're ganged together at least sure um and then what ben figured out is he'll take a picture of that label first and mm-hmm. all the pictures after are of that car until you see another until label. the next label yeah. ah genius yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a simple thing, but it really mm-hmm. saved me from going, man, you know, there are days when I don't even get in the paint booth uh, uh, or in certain parts of the shop because I'm doing other stuff. So when I get a card full of photographs at the end of the day and it's like, here you go. And then I start to look through them. It's like, oh, man. I mean, obviously, I know what a GTO looks like versus a right. 46 Ford. But when it's bolts, you know. Right. <laughs> you see a pulley, he's like, what the hell does this go to? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that that's part of it. And then the other part is just, uh, so once we ingest all those photographs, they all have to be renamed. And every customer has a folder, and the folder name is the year, make, model, the car with a an abbreviation of the customer name, because we might have okay. five different 69 Camaros in the shop. 
Sure. And then we have some pretty trick renaming software that you drop the folder in and it uses the folder name to rename the pictures. So it just takes... No way. Yeah, yeah. So it, oh, it, it looks right at the on. folder and it says, well, this is 1968 Camaro TS, you know, whatever the abbreviation is. Mm-hmm. And then it's going to go through and assign the date and then a sequential number on top of that. So now oh, all awesome. of our photographs are date coded. And then they go into a photo editor where I can quickly go through and throw out the fuzzy ones and change color and contrast, which we do on just about every single picture. Oh. And then from there, they get uploaded to the server, which then creates the web article that has the grid that you can go check out and follow along. Right. So there's there's a huh. bunch of steps um, for each one. They get watermarked along the way with our shop name, you know, so in case somebody wants to steal them. Right. <laughs> uh, which is good. I hope they steal them because my shop name's on them. Right. Right <clears> on. Yeah. Little look, little look behind the curtain. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And, and there are, you know, that's, that's a task that... To your point, uh, we get requests all the time. Customers are like, hey, you know, do we have any new pictures to look at? And uh-huh. I try to get those published about every other day um, or every three days uh, so that they have something to to see, you know. And, and it's always fun to have, uh, you know, a customer call us up and say, hey, I, I look at this picture on page three. You know, it's it's named this on this date code. You know, what's home, what's going on there? That looks really cool. Or, or I have another one of those at home or, you know, whatever uh-huh. it's going to be. Um, Dig it. And then as we shoot video of the cars for VATV episodes, um, all the video files get date coded the same way. And then I can use the photo grid to find a topic just quickly. It's a, you know, a thumbnail grid. And I go, oh, yeah, uh-huh. we where, where's the video clip of the engine going in? Well, here's the picture of it. And the video clip's going to have the same date or thereabout. So that's uh, how we catalog the video side. Nice. Very nice. Yeah, because essentially we're shooting eight or ten documentaries at a time. You know, follow, yeah, following you really are, cars. aren't you? Yeah. And some are, some are short. Uh, I'm in the process right now of editing a, uh, a really cool how-to piece. Uh, our fabricator, John Moss repaired a fender on this 46 Ford that we're working on. And it's a passenger side rear fender that had been bashed and repaired. And and when you looked at it, it didn't look bad, but the backside looked like the surface of the moon. It was all pitted. Oh, no, really? And, you know, he had a great point. In order to properly repair this, you know, first let's try to find one. Well, nobody, there is no reproduction aftermarket steel fenders i think there's mm-hmm. some glass ones that you could get but this is a steel car so um in order to cut and patch that you know you really have to go beyond that thinned out steel uh, or mm-hmm. you're going to have problems later and the pr- the whole thing was media blasted so that it wasn't rusty but mm-hmm. that that thin spot is going to cause problems when you try to weld right. a patch I see. Right? Sure. So yeah. if you were just going to, you know, make the front side look better, which knowing the back side was all thinned out, you're going to have a nightmare of inconsistency uh, welding that together. And it's going to be, you're a welder, you know. I'm, you know, I was just going to say, Kevin, you know, I know what you're talking about. I am an experienced welder. Backside thin, not good. Right. Not good. Yeah. So uh, in this particular case, that meant, recreating a solid 30% of the front half of the fender 
and about 45% of the rear half of the fender. So from the wheel arch back all the way around and it's a, you know, it's a fat fendered car. So it's complex curves in three directions and, and a wheel opening and a a taillight marker and all this stuff. So, uh, John, uh, did this really cool technique where before cutting apart the original fender, uh, he first fit it to the car to make sure that the original was kind of accurate. Mm-hmm. And then he laid out um, good old-fashioned white butcher paper over the whole thing. Hmm. And the butcher, pa- butcher paper is thick, and it allows you to crease and fold the paper around the curve, mm-hmm. which is going to be the same operation you're going to have to do to a piece of steel. Right? Uh, right, So yeah. you lay it out over the curved uh, piece of steel, and you fold it, and then you mark all those folds so that you have some landmarks and then you take the paper off and lay it flat and it shows you a cut pattern of how you're going to have to, you know, cut and fold your piece of steel. So uh-huh. from there you cut the piece of steel and take it to the pull max with the thumbnail dies and start working it and, and distorting it and basically destroying it and then f- <laughs> bring it back to life in an English wheel. And next thing you know, you got uh, a piece you can TIG weld into the fender. I am super oversimplifying that. <laughs> but we shot yeah, this. Well, uh, you, know, you can do it before lunch. Right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this was a fun little video project uh, that we're finishing right now. And, and looking at the dates on the footage again, I think it took, it probably took about eight days of on and off work to get this thing finished. But when it was oh, done, um, it was TIG welded in, the, the metal finish was done, and it, it was, you couldn't tell it ever happened. Um, Just, that's the mantra, like we were never there. Right, yeah, that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So John did a brilliant job on that. and then, uh, But the point of the story is that, that, so that's a mini documentary that's happening uh-huh. amidst the big long-term projects that are going on. Right. So a big part of what I do is just keep track of stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> someone's got it, man. Yeah. Otherwise, it just descends into chaos. Yes, and it's it's been there, especially uh-huh. when our our friends at Google that uh, for a while were hosting our images decided to change a piece of code and they would no longer appear on our website. Oof! And thanks, a, Google. A hundred and eighty photo albums disappeared one day. Uh. And that that blows. So we're in the process yeah. of getting those back online in a good a new a different technology situation. But uh, yeah, yeah. People ask me what yeah. I do all day, and a lot of it is this kind of yeah. nonsense. <laughs> yeah. Well, well speak, speaking of video projects, you, you just released that uh, that seven liter uh, Galaxy feature the other day. That was yeah. That was pretty cool. That was well done. Real uh, nice stuff. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. That was. Yeah. Uh, a team effort again. Not only the the crew that built the car, you know, they did they did the real sure. work, and uh, Ben did the the rough cut and a lot of the footage on that, and then I just kind of finished it off and released it. Mm-hmm. And that one, the car's been done a while, and it, it you know we were a little behind on getting that thing out, but that car was cool because it it got some attention from Hemmings Muscle Machines magazine, and it's on right. a couple of forums, and people seem to dig it. So I didn't think there was uh, anything wrong with releasing that video later on um it actually reached a new audience of people that never saw the other stuff so that was kind of cool. is that right that is cool and the car looked great in video man i mean it just uh the color yeah. is is right on and mm-hmm. 
that that allowed us to tell that story too about how the uh, the car is an original family car. You know, it mm-hmm. still is. Right. Uh, the customer's dad bought it new, and and they still own it. So uh, to me, that, that's nice. That's pretty cool, especially that, that yeah. those people trust us to to do those kind of cars, and and we get a lot of those heirloom heirloom cars, and that that says. You know, you know, you're working with a good team when people trust them to do that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, so for sure, for sure. You also had a lot of nice cars. Uh, a hell of a segue. You had a lot of nice cars at the uh, the driving cruise. Yeah, you had last week. That was hell of a turnout, man. Yeah, the driving cruise, man. It um, it was last week. Uh, it was kind of a blur that week too because uh, we had so much going on in preparation. Uh, and, and you know, the funny thing is, is we create all this pressure. <laughs> I mean, really in its most basic form, we invite people to go to the drive-in and then throw in a DVD and play a movie, you know? So right. technically it's not that complicated. So we find ways to make it complicated. Uh, and, and the way we do that is through a, uh, an online pre-order system to get tickets in advance. And mm-hmm. that involves mailing stuff and tracking people and all that jazz. Right. Um, we created a T-shirt. We do a T-shirt every year. Uh, this mm-hmm. year, uh, I hired a local artist that I, I I didn't know this guy was capable of doing this stuff, and I, I found him on Facebook, and he lives here in, in our town. And right he, he did a uh, cartoon-style image of the uh, uh, the ambulance and the Lamborghini Countach from Cannonball Run. We showed Cannonball Run, right. and, uh, and that was pretty cool. But uh, on my end, before we play the movie... The driving cruise is a giant car show where we invite people with classics and muscle cars and 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 cool trucks and and bikes. We've had motorcycles. I mean, to me, it doesn't really matter. We're not niching out to be any particular thing. We just want people to come right. out and have a good time. And uh, we realize that it's a captive audience in many ways. So, b- before the uh, before the main event, the the main movie, uh, we produce a special episode just for that event, and mm-hmm. and. It's turned into kind of a video yearbook for us where we uh-huh. do a little recap of what's happened at our shop and on our shows and in our existence and in, in V8 land over the past year. Uh, because it's a local audience, you know, we get people that I think the farthest traveler was uh, was last year. A guy came up from uh, from Memphis um, to be there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. But um the locals, a lot of them we see fairly often. There are a lot of local customers or people that know who we are. So we take that opportunity to, uh, to share some stories with them. And this year, that was a 34-minute video that uh, I ended up putting together yeah. st- starting four days before the event. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, it was serious. It was on. And on top of that, you know, we were talking about the photo gallery technology taking a dive. Well my personal laptop took a dive just before no. the event and it was time to make an advancement in software just because of operating systems and whatnot. So I completely changed platforms and used a, a new to me editing system. Oh boy. To do that video in four days. Yeah. It was nuts. And, and Ben was definitely helping. I mean, I couldn't have gotten it done without him. A lot of the uh-huh. stuff was, you know, some pre-produced segments from the past that we dragged out and dropped in and sure. and i was 
cutting one aspect of it and, and I would share the sequence with him and he would put video over the top of it and send it back to me. And, you know, it was a team effort. I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to say that I did that by myself by any stretch. Um, but I, but I kind of had the, the biggest part of it. And, um, you know, just like the deadline with the power tour, man, you know, <laughs> you have a deadline, things get done in my world. Yeah, that's right. You're, you're, you're burning the midnight oil, getting it done, getting it out. Yeah. And, uh, so we ended up having, I think again, just shy of 400 cars at the, uh, at the event and a lot Two of screens. Just, yeah. A lot of super nice people. Um, mm-hmm. it's always, it's always, a, just a lighthearted event. You know, people love to hang out and talk about their cars and, and everybody always comments how nice everybody is there. And we have to thank everyone because they really are. It's just a nice group mm-hmm. of people that comes out and they're appreciative. They come up afterwards and say, Hey, you know, thanks for putting this on. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a night out. We thank them for coming and it's a nice deal. So, uh, that means I think we're on again for next year. Which right on. will be the fifth anniversary yeah. drive-in cruise yeah. next year. Yeah, maybe I'll make it this time. It'd be a great Jesus. place to have a GTO. It would be a great place to have a GTO. <laughs> I could not agree more. I could <laughs> not agree more. Yeah. Be How a, many GTOs were there? There was a few there. Uh, was there? Definitely. Um, no gold ones. Well, that have to show up then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ben shot some killer drone footage that we're going to be releasing soon. Um, nice. And one of our missions was to get, uh, the, well, the drive-in is called the Sky View. We wanted to get a Sky View shot of the whole thing so that people could find their car, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, interestingly enough, we we didn't, I don't know if we flew high enough, we couldn't frame the whole place. In one, oh, really? in one shot, yeah. There's a lot of cars. A lot of cars. Yeah, yeah. so uh, so that was killer. Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. That was a lot of fun. You and we were? had some, some yeah. great sponsors that helped out again this year um, mm-hmm. that that take care of us. And I'll put that list in because I, uh, I can't thank those people enough. And I did another live stream from that, which again was another half an hour long thing that I... Yeah. <laughs> you have to excuse me uh, for rambling on that one, but... Yeah, that, that's just you talking, working the crowd, being the mayor of the Skyview. So that was cool. <laughs> the mayor of the Skyview. That's right. Well, you know, it's it's to me, it's important to share this stuff. And what ends up happening is after the event, uh, people go home and they'll watch that video to see if they're in it. Mm-hmm. You know, which and then they right. share it with their friends, and then they say, "Look, sure. what, look what you missed." You know. Yeah. So that was cool, and uh, it was. Uh, yeah. Kind of a blur, but the movie was a was a hit. Cannonball Run, you can't really go wrong, you know. Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, a fun, goofy movie, and uh, uh-huh. so the way we do this is we'll throw something out on social where people can suggest videos to show, suggest movies, uh-huh. and when we get a handful that seem to be <clears throat> kind of leading the pack, we throw a vote out and let people vote, and this way they can't get mad at me if they don't like the film. It's people's choice. Brilliant. Democratic, you, you, you know. Democratic. You're a genius marketer, my friend. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Yeah. But you mentioned earlier tonight is, uh, I keep saying tonight, we're recording this one tonight. Um, uh, 
I'm in the garage, and, and behind me you can see the Galaxy and the uh, yeah. the 70 Riv behind me, and I can see your GTO behind you. Yes, sir. Uh, but both these cars were at the drive-in, which was kind of neat. Oh, they both were? They both made I saw, it. I saw your Riv uh, in your video, I think towards the end. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see the Galaxy. Oh, shame on me. Yeah, I, uh, I booked home and grabbed the Galaxy and drove it out, and then... Uh, my 18-year-old niece, Brittany, called and said, hey, is it cool if uh, if I wash it and put gas in it? Can I take the riv and show up in style? So I said, How do you, how do you say no to that? Yeah, yeah, right. Absolutely. You know, here we're, we're droning on about trying to get, you know, kids involved and excited about old cars. And she's calling right. asking me, hey, can I use this thing? Yeah, so, yeah. The, the right answer is yes. Yes, you may. Yeah. So she, uh, her and her boyfriend brought the riv. So uh, that was cool. That is cool. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it looks like a fun time. I, I mean, uh, I got to figure out my schedule. I, I, I mean, when when last year when you said that it was moving to the sixteenth, I got all excited. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll make it this year. But it happened to be the first day of school, so I couldn't yeah, go. that school thing is tricky to work around. You know, yeah. because last year previously it was a week later, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a, an event in southern Indiana, a big street rod show called the Frog Follies. Huge street mm-hmm. rod show. And a lot of people go to that so they wouldn't come to our thing on Thursday night. I see. So we decided to move ours up a week to accommodate those guys and gals. And the mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them you know, were like, yeah, it's, it's either right on the first day or right around. So mm-hmm. I, I, I'm hesitant, though, because the mechanics of a drive-in – are far different from anything else. If you do it in July, not only is it going to be hot, but you got to start the movie an hour later because it doesn't get dark. Right. That's a good point. And people are out later and later. So for me, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get it to where it's just dark enough, early enough, and it's not too hot and it's not, not cold. Hot. And it's, you know, I don't know. There's never a perfect day for it, but right. we just do what we can. Well, there is a perfect day for it. We just can't predict it. Right. So, yeah. but we, we just don't know when that perfect day is. We've been real lucky on uh, on weather. Last year, it we had a threat of storms, and there was actually some lightning in the distance, which was kind of cool, uh, mm-hmm. but it never rained. This year, it threatened rain all week, and uh, the day of, it didn't. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, to us, we like to say maybe there was another 20 or 30 cars that would have come out, because people tell us that, you know, if mm-hmm. it was you know a nicer night we had a guy come from cape Girardeau, missouri which is a pretty damn good drive and uh he said i i, I don't care if it was going to rain or shine i was going to be there you know and good that was man. cool and in the video i showed it he had a 55 red ford hardtop beautiful car wow a- and uh, interestingly enough i met this guy in arizona and here really? he is, kind of local. Yeah, I, I met him at the Bear Jackson auction a few years ago. And, oh, no kidding. And uh, he, he reminded me of that, and I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought you looked familiar. And um, <laughs> and then he got our email about the event and, and brought his car out, so it was cool. Bang, bang. That's it. That's good stuff, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of, uh, we got, uh, what you call it, um, Megam auction coming up. Yeah, Pretty soon help here in Chicago. Um, was that October? Something like that. Yeah, let's let's hope that yeah. uh, October is not coming up soon. But I know it is. 
<laughs> yeah, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. And not that I've got well, anything against October. I'm just trying to drag my summer out as long as humanly possible. Yeah, no kidding. And then, of course, right after that, we got McCacken coming up. Going to be lots of good stuff out there. Yeah, the 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 big three right now, SEMA, uh, McCacken, and PRI are all coming up mm-hmm. at the end of the year, and that's right. That's going to be huge, huge for us, definitely. Um, looking forward to all those. Looking forward to uh, to having you come out to SEMA. Boom! Yes. As am I. As am I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a bucket list item. As soon as I heard, I mean, I always wanted to go to SEMA, and as soon as I, as soon as I uh, learned that it was an industry-only event, it made me want to go even more. <laughs> See course. what they do there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so thank you for the opportunity to, uh, to come out there. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you're in the industry uh, now, man. Yeah, let me bl- help get my mind blown by all the coolness out there. You are a uh, a nearly a card carrying member of the automotive media. Near nearly nearly only because Close. we haven't printed uh, printed your card yet. So printed card, my yeah, card yet. <laughs> <laughs> have to get on that. Right. <laughs> well, that's to awesome. me, that that's what's going to be so cool is is uh, uh, seeing your experience out there because you've not been to the show yet and. Mm. And I've this will be twenty two, I think, for me. Which Gee, Lord, and I still see something new every year. I mean, it, it blows my mind every year. Yeah, you know, you don't get jaded to the show. You get jaded to certain aspects of it. Like mm-hmm. we try to, we have a routine of kind of where we park and how we get in and how we mm-hmm. handle certain things. And and that you know, I do that in my sleep. But mm-hmm. the actual show itself is new and exciting every single year. You know, it's it's off the scale. So, I, you know, I think it might be fun. What we should do, maybe we just do this now. We All should right. lay out a few of your your maybe theoretical predictions, expectations. You know, what do you, what do you think this is going to be all about? And then we'll revisit that after. Oh, man. All right. What do I think it's going to be about? A yeah. lot of booth babes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Possibly, possibly. I kid, I kid. Um, and that's an interesting I, trend because I think they kind of come and go. Some some years there's far more than others. I don't know. What, right? I don't know what dictates it, but uh, but yeah, you, you'll have them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've never been to the Las Vegas Convention Center, so I don't know how it's laid out. But I mean, I just envision just off the hook uh, cars everywhere. You know, almost bumping into them and vendors all over the place with just super cool things for the aftermarket that you probably I'd never even think would be a thing and (laughs) yet and yet here it is ready for sale or you know getting ready to come out a prototype so um that kind of stuff I'm looking forward to because I've always been a mechanical guy and I love seeing new mechanical things for especially for cars, you know, be it you know a new fuel injection system or or uh, you know a new even a new water pump uh, for something or you know just basic things like that, I could really just make a meal out of just mm-hmm. by watching some of this stuff. So so that's kind of what I envision, to in, you know, in, immediately. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll spend a few minutes and think about it and really. You uh, kind of figure it you out. Won't, I mean, you won't, I've, won't be let down. 
<laughs> I, I know that. I know I won't be let down. And I've seen enough um, uh, like specials about SEMA and even when you're at SEMA, when, you, when, you talk, when you're talking to vendors, to kind of have an idea of what it's like in there. But I'm sure being there is going to be just completely blow my mind. So. Yeah, and that's interesting. This is a, this is a fun exercise because um, what you don't see in the specials and in our coverage yeah. and whatever, I think everybody is out to try and show the the highlights. They're trying to show the mm-hmm. coolest cars, and they're trying to show the uh, you know they're showing the booth babes. They're showing the newest, hottest mm-hmm. part from the biggest names. But honestly, I think things that will surprise you are the the as you touched on the the breadth and the the width of the aftermarket and how far reaching these things go and you're going to you're going to see a display and say I never thought that somebody makes a career out of selling that that right or, or making that or uh-huh. that that there is a need for this particular tool or whatever, uh-huh. and a lot of times you see something and go, "Well, I, I don't know how I live without that." Now that I see yeah. it, you know. Of course, I'll probably say, "Why didn't I think of that?" You have a lot of those, uh, um, yeah, and then sure, you have I'm things sure. where you say, "You know what? That guy is probably not going to be here on display next year because oh boy, I can't imagine that there's a strong market for that, or there's already a better one, mm-hmm. or whatever." Sure, but. The, the coolest thing about it is it's the it's the market in action, you know, and you can really right. tell those who are hungry to be successful and that that are trying to respond to the needs of guys like you and I who buy parts or tools or whatever it's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also see uh, Kelly and I joke about it because, you know, you, there are situations where you have bigger companies that have a budget to send a staff out, you know, because let's face it, if you're going to put up a big trade show display, it takes people to put it up and it takes people Mm -hmm. to work it all week and everything else. And sometimes you see people that are working the trade show display that really don't have any business doing it. Oh Uh, boy. Well, and it's, it's because any number of reasons, but maybe, you know, maybe the, the main, you know, charismatic go-getter salesperson is on a different shift or okay. you know, we'll be here tomorrow or whatever. And maybe this person is subbing in and really this person answers the phones during the day or something. But there are times when you see people that are just kind of fiddling with their phone and looking at the floor and, and you go, mm-hmm. how on earth can you have that mentality in this environment? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, the vast majority of people are super excited and they're, they're, they're grabbing you in the hallway saying, Hey, check this out. Or, you know, what, what area do you work in? And I got something for you or whatever. So Mm -hmm. we always try to uh, stop and talk to those people that, that seem to have been disengaged and, Uh. and and really nine times out of 10, it's like, yeah, I've been here, you know, for a week setting everything up and I'm, I just Uh need a breather for a minute (laughs) because it it is so overwhelming. Um, Uh but it's, it's, it's an infectious enthusiasm that everybody has and, and, uh, it's so positive and it's just this thick environment of, of everybody who's just happy to see everybody and, and, you know, they want to meet you and they want to tell you their story and because mm-hmm. uh, it could be good business for them or it could just be a good relationship. And um, those are the things that don't end up in those specials. You know, it's it's, gotcha. it's hard to convey the feeling of how cool this thing really is. 
Um, the other thing you don't see is the level of sophistication of a lot of the displays. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, huh. You know, because this all started a million years ago under the bleachers right. at Dodger Stadium with card tables uh-huh. and a, and a uh-huh. curtain, you know, right. as a backdrop with a little sign with the company name on it. And to see what these people are doing today is really remarkable. Um, True. Yeah. Truly is. Truly is. My first couple years in the late 90s, it seemed like the wheel industry was really hot at that point. And the wheel industry has uh-huh. gone through so many revolutions, if you will. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, <laughs> but I'll never forget, there was a display that I, I haven't seen anything quite like since. And maybe it's because I don't spend a lot of time. Today, they segment the wheels out in kind of their own area. But mm-hmm. there was a company that made a... They made a two-story uh, bar, if you will, where you'd go up and sit at a bar stool, and there was mm-hmm. a guy there that would give you a drink. And what you notice is that the bar stools are on a rotating platter, so hmm. the bar is going by like you know, like a Disney ride or something, where you're sitting on the stool and the you're you're rotating around the bar and you rotate behind the bar, and when you get behind the bar. It enters this cave, this tunnel that has all the wheels from this company on display in the tunnel. And they're all oh, wow. lit up from different directions and everything else. And you're like, wow, you know, these things are going by. And uh-huh. Again, it's like riding a Disney ride. Yeah. But, but what you don't know until the end is that inside every one of those wheel centers was a camera looking at you. <sighs> And there were monitors out in the front half of the display. And everybody's oh. laughing at you going, look at this joker, you know, staring at this wheel. <laughs> <laughs> so it was this constant stream of faces going by on the big screen. And it's like, that was a trade show display, you know. My goodness. It was intense. And you don't see a whole lot of that, you know, kind of stuff at this point. Things are a little more conservative mm-hmm. and a little more focused. Um, but they're right. there. They're definitely there, you mm-hmm. know. So it'll be neat to see right uh, your uh, your feedback after the show. Oh man, I'm gonna have to take notes. I'm just my mind. My mind's gonna be a jumbled mess. I feel it. I feel it now. Yeah. Well, welcome I mean, to the club. So, I mean, mine already is more so than it already is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's gonna be a good one. With any uh, with any luck, I'll get a few minutes to go uh, go hang out with you because. Uh, I might have a few things going on that week. We'll see. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Mr. Seema. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right. Groovy. Groovy. All right. Cool, 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 cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. And you know what else I'm looking forward to right now? Is I have an idea. You're looking forward to a trivia question answer. Yes. I want to know the name <laughs> of the, uh, the hawk, which I claim to be Richard. <laughs> <laughs> he went by Rick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, the name of the, the Buick uh, Buick Hawk logo is Happy. The name was Happy. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Happy. Happy the Hawk? Happy the Hawk. Really? That's all they could come really? up with? Happy. Wow. The Great yeah. American Road belongs to Buick, right? <laughs> that was the that was the the slogan at that point. Something like that. Wah, 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 wah. And, and, and I, I had no concept that the Hawks' name was Happy. 
Really? That right? That's all I could come I, up with? I, I could have sworn. Dude, <laughs> I mean to tell you. I, I was I came up with this question. I'm like, that son of a bitch. If, he, uh-huh. if I start saying <laughs> Buick uh, had... Uh, uh, they oh, changed sure. the logo to a hawk. It's like, oh yeah, ha- happy the hawk, right? Yeah, go on. I'll be. I was gonna just tear it up and walk away and keep things running. <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of understand it. We uh, in our neighborhood, we had a fox that we nicknamed Yippy. We had Yippy the fox. Yippy uh, the fox, because he would uh, go in the middle of the street and and yip a lot. Uh, uh, okay. So, uh, and we have a lot of red tail hawks in my area. So, uh, let's see if <clears throat> any of them respond to happy. Mm-hmm. They land on my Buick on the on the hood. Right. <laughs> nice. All right, so I definitely got that wrong. But I'm happy about it. <laughs> hey, well, good. <laughs> okay, so my question to you was, uh, what does every generation Camaro have but the second? And yeah. you, you said a retractable sunroof. Yeah. And then you went on to say they had T-tops on the second gen, but they had T-tops on the right. third gen, too. Oh, did they? And I think the fourth Shit. gen. No, did they? They have T-tops? I kind of think so. But anyway, that's not the correct answer. Ah, oh, well, shit. Shoot. Uh, the, cor- <laughs> the correct answer <laughs> is a convertible. God of course, I was so close. I was so close. <laughs> you, you were close. You were in that in that mode, man. It was in the rough somewhere. Yeah, dang it! There were no factory convertible second gens. Nope. Nope. I'll be darned. There, there was, were some really bad conversions. There were because that that uh, that rear cowl does not lend itself, and no. nor, nor does the windshield. No. I do no, remember building a really awesome. Uh, plastic model though as a kid it was a yellow uh firebird like a 79 mm-hmm. con- convertible Did really? you see that one yeah yeah it was cool it was yellow with a black molded top and and the top kind of snapped on and off i'll have to see if i can dig that up yeah for sure yeah it was yeah, kind of a that hide- car- hideous car but yeah that's an ugly convertible yeah 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 i agree god dang it Yep, yep, yep. Well, we both lose on that one. Yeah, two-time losers. <laughs> yeah, once again, ladies and gentlemen, uh, two-time losers. <laughs> Another losery episode of V8 Radio. All right. Yes, yes, yes. Well, um, what was what was this episode? Transcendental. Transcendent. Transcendent. Mm-hmm. Transcendental is. Uh, what you get when you're getting a filling in your tooth <laughs> by, by a clear dentist by a clear uh, dentist exactly yeah. <laughs> all right man well this uh this was fun and uh it gives me a couple, a couple things to think about on uh, our SEMA preparations and um we'll be sure to, to touch base back with this episode after your your visit mm-hmm. and uh, appreci- forward to it. appreciate the gto updates and uh we'll see uh we'll see what happens next time if you like the show, you can subscribe on uh, iTunes, on Google Play. You can use the Stitcher Radio app, which will let you know when a new one's published. Uh, there's also uh, the uh, the TuneIn Radio app, which is the one that I, I actually listen to, uh, which comes in through Amazon, which is kind of neat. If you've got right. an Amazon Fire TV set or whatnot, you can stream mm-hmm. it that way. Of course, you can always go to our Facebook page uh, or v8radio.com. 
getting to the point where you can't get away from us. No, no, sir, no, we're no, everywhere. No excuses. Mm-hmm. So, we're the Microsoft of podcasts. We're everywhere. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, we're going to be nowhere. So I'm Kevin Osi. Thanks for listening. And, uh, of course, our esteemed co-host, Mr. Mike Clark. Thank you. Certainly. Thank you. And uh, we'll see you next time on V8 Radio. <laughs>